Welcome to the Jay and Brian Show, the fastest growing talk show podcast in America. Join Jay and Brian for unscripted, thought-provoking, and entertaining conversations about life, business, and the world we live in. Tune in as they spotlight influential communicators, business leaders, and personalities from sports to entertainment. Here now, Jay and Brian. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We've got our good friend, Chris Dunham, in the house today. He is known as the real estate guy in the East Valley in Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. and a busy agent at that. Chris, welcome to the show. Thank Ho- you. Hopefully keeping busy. I'm right? trying to keep busy. <laughs> it's, not it's a weird world right super now. Super easy so, right now. Yeah. Right? No, it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's a pipeline busyness, right? That's right. Okay. Pipeline busy. Right. You know. Yep. You just got to keep marinating that pipeline you do you got to yep. get new things coming into the pipeline. you do have to get new things coming in the pipeline <clears throat> so yeah. that's that's the grinding to get new things into the pipeline to build the pipeline so tell us more about you like how long have you lived in the valley i've been in the valley since 1973 moved wow. here from a small town in illinois because i was going to die if we'd stayed there because my asthma was so bad oh wow, wow. so we chose okay. arizona over colorado because they were tired of the cold okay, okay. right now it's the worst place in the country for asthmatics. <laughs> and allergies. Yes, it's right. horrible. Straight it's up. Absolutely. And you know why that is, is all those people brought all those exactly. plants with them when they moved here yes. from the Midwest. Yes, they did. Yep. And now yes. they're blooming mm-hmm. and ferocious. There's no right shortage now. of dust in the air. No. I'm a mountain no. biker. And, oh, right on. And so it's always a thing. It is. Yeah. Especially mountain bike season when we're racing and, and it's just dusty. Yeah. <clears throat> all over the valley mountain bike racing? Uh, mostly, uh, mostly following my son who's the, who's racing. Okay. Um, I actually am in the Don to Dusk race coming up in nice. December. Uh, Aravipa? Aravipa? Aravipa does ra- bike races as well as running. Okay. Yeah. It's out of McDowell. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. There's just a group of friends of mine and I cool. got together and right formed on. a team. And so oh, nice. Let's do it. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Aravipa has races at it at McDowell Mountain. It's, um, uh, Zia Rides is the, okay. uh, organizer. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, Xterra does them, and so does Aravipa. So if you want to branch okay, out, cool. your son probably knows. I'm sure he does. Yeah, because <laughs> does. The, the bikers, <laughs> the mountain bikers ride typically the night before the Aravipa runners go. Oh, So okay. you have like insomniac okay. trail runs in the summer. So it's like a cross-country run. Kind of. Okay. Yeah, like we do in the summers, okay. insomniac, because it's nighttime, because it's so hot. Gotcha. So we'll start like at 7 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So the night before usually is the bikers. Oh, okay. And then in the okay. winters, when it starts cooling off, then Xterra, like the vehicle Xterra, they do runs in the morning to where the, the day before, typically, they'll do the bike side. Okay. Just, Very cool. Know, yeah. Learning gotcha. something new every Expand, day. Brian. <laughs> I've only lived in the Valley for 20 years. Only. That's a long time. It, it is a long time. I came from California. Right on. Um, but I love it here. Right on. Yep. The California kind of sucks. Uh, I don't yeah. see myself ever going back. No. I like to visit there. We were there in, in yep. early October, which For is sure. fun. Yeah. You we're know? big yeah. visitor fans. Yeah. Big visitor fans. I, yeah. I, I did we'll lose my hookup, though. You know, my parents moved out here about four years ago, and ah, there's no yeah, landing pad there so now. now. now we don't. Oh, so you got to rent something. Now we don't. Have to <laughs> gotta, exactly. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Airbnb. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's good for something. Yeah. So, Chris, 20, yeah. 20 plus years yeah. in real estate. Yeah. In 23, actually, yep. 23 years. Yep. That's a long yep. time. A little, I'm 52, so almost half my life. 52. Jay, do you remember he corrected us? In, I did in, correct in you. In yeah, well, 23. <laughs> yeah, because you have to, you know. 23. That's, that's extra that's three years. 23 man. is not 20. No. That's like three more stripes, right? It is. Right. Or wrinkles. I don't, I don't know yeah, which one it is. Wrinkles. So you've, 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 you've seen everything. The, the up in, and down. Yeah. I crashed when it crashed. Lost everything. Which is cool because now I know how to explain to people how to build their credit, build their life back up. Awesome. Because I went through that crash like everybody else did. Uh, bankruptcy, foreclosure, repo, you name it. Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. So that's, then I had to build everything back up. That's a great experience, especially for real estate mm-hmm. to have that. It is. You know, most lenders, obviously, that's what we, we live in right. day in, day out. But but uh, probably not too many real estate mm. agents actually have that experience to no impart exactly yeah and i'm not ashamed of it it's it's made me live my life better than we did mm-hmm. back then right so for sure you know they took my harley away do i was gonna say did we oh. did we learn anything oh we learned everything you know? everything i don't know no you i don't you we absolutely just, learn we just read something about how um the uh the disposable income that we all once had right is no longer there but yet people are still buying the stuff that you know we bought in mm-hmm. 2003 and four and five like you mm-hmm. know the last time it went, it went right. crazy yeah 
You know, it's not like, yeah, thankfully. It's uh, true. Look around. It is. Yeah. It's <laughs> insane. It is. I see Lord 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 more Lamborghinis on the road now than I've I ever seen. Too. It's like, really? Yeah. Who's got 300 grand to drop I, on an SUV? Yeah. I, I'm convinced. I, do you drive a Tesla? I drive. No, thank okay. God. I drive a, I drive a gas guzzling four-door crew cab F, uh, F-150. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Fellow F-150. There you, there you go. go. All right. Nice. Nice. Boom. Uh, I'm convinced that, that we must have the highest per capita density of Tesla owners. We, we have country. to. I don't have yeah. any like, real data on that, but it just... It's like just, one out of 10 cars out there. Yeah. It it doesn't it seem like, like that? Yeah. 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 That's pretty crazy. And they're, and they're all bleep drivers. Unless I bleep myself there. That's right. <laughs> bleep myself. That just saved me some time in post <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I understand what, it, you know, I understand the concept of this. No, no F-bombs. So, so question, uh, question for you yeah. on, um, on the 23 years of mm -hmm. experience and uh, war stripes on your face there. Right. Um, how has interest rates affected your career over this time? Here's, like that he, here's that's a great question because here's my just beautiful answer for this. I had a conversation yesterday with a first time home buyer that was referred to me by his father. Um, we were talking a little bit about interest rates, right? And he was him home and I said, okay, wait a minute. We'll call him Dave. Um, do you have a credit card? He's like, I have two. I said, okay, so you're willingly paying 25% your credit card companies, right? Well, I don't pay anything. I said, do you have balance on your cards? He says, yeah. I said, then you're paying, willingly paying 25% interest mm -hmm on credit cards, that's not really your money. You're just borrowing it and you have to pay it back. But you're going to hem-haw about paying 7% on a mortgage that, let's face it, within a year, maybe two, things are going to trickle back down around the fours because once the election comes around, we all know everything's got to drop so people are happy to vote. That'll be your time to capitalize, do a refi, and get out of that 7 8%, whatever rate right. you have right now. So is it really like that, that bad? Not really. Mm -hmm. and, then I, I like I, and then I also add that my first... <laughs> My bless you. My first Thank mortgage <laughs> interest rate was eight point three seven five, and I was doing backflips. Yeah, because that was low back then. Yeah, we were thrilled. Our our first mortgage was like seven, and see, and we had a second mortgage, and that was like twelve and a half. There you so, go. Yeah, and we we're happy. Right, we, signed. we had a house. Right, we, we were homeowners. We right, could do what we want. With and you're not place. throwing your money away in rent. Yeah, that it's, same person right. was paying paying sixteen hundred dollars a month in rent. That's a hundred percent. Right, exactly. <laughs> To the wrong person. That's right. You're not, you're not building your own wealth. Yeah. The other interesting thing that when you retire, most people's wealth, 83% of it is tied into the real estate. Did mm. you know that? That is good stuff. I, I knew right? that it would, had to be a high number, but I did, yeah, not, did not have my hand on the actual number. Yeah. See, that's Thank one you. of the things that I, I think kind of separates me is I'm not going to give you a CMA. I'm going to give you a wealth report. Let's like see how like much that. wealth you I have. Like that. Right? I like it. Let's see how much wealth you have as opposed to, oh, what the market's going to say. Because you can't, you can't look at comps now. Comps don't matter. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have a comp for a house that's. I don't know. I had one that was this comped out at five sixty five. It sold for four fifty. Model match comp at five sixty five, but the market didn't dictate five sixty five. Mm -hmm. So we kept playing the price adjustment game because you had no choice. Jeez. Once we hit the five fifty, yep. we got multiple offers. Wow. Yeah. Yep. That's great. They still made two hundred seventy thousand dollars since I sold to them. So. Your customers that's love awesome. you. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty obvious. Most of them. I know, because really, you don't <laughs> always... always feedback out there. You, like, <laughs> you know, but that's because the bad ones don't give you feedback. Because you, know, you don't ask for feedback. Because, I mean, you got to face it. There's not... You're not going to click with everybody, right? Right. It's impossible. Right. I fire people. They fired me. That's just life, man. Mm -hmm. You know? But I would say, on a whole, probably about 90% of the people that I work with retain when we kind of develop friendships more than just client yeah you know because i'm not that i'm not just oh you're a number i like you saw you have a little board out a tongue twister you have a thing on the framed wall in one of your rooms oh you're yeah, not, yeah you're not just a yes. number yes yeah right? yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah right i love that because you're not thank you you're not thank you yeah people that's... lose that in our business yeah we are we are highly focused on relationship building here so and you yeah. should be big we, time we, we like to talk in terms of how many families are we going to help not how many Units are we going to close? Agreed. See, my, yeah. You lose the importance of your work when you think agree. of it that way. Absolutely. I'm connections, not commissions. Yeah, very good. That's commissions good. come with the connections, but you got to have that connection in order mm -hmm. to earn that commission. Yep. I got all kinds of cliches, man. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but they're self-made cliches, so you know. Yep. I'm not doing it for the team. So your handle is the real estate. The real guy, estate guy, and yeah. that is trademarked. It is trademarked. Which is no easy feat. No. So, like, kudos to that. Thank so you. where did where did that come about from? I I let's so twenty two years ago, 
I was doing an open house at the Nikes families, which is still clients to this day. I've actually sold houses to their kids, which blew my That's mind. That's amazing. Right. When she called oh, me up, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I'm old now. Right. Yep. Yep. So I was leaving their That's house. Like the legacy. Legacy totally, business. Totally. So I was leaving their house one day off Power and, and Wrecker area or Brown and Wrecker. Those are parallel. Um, and everybody that came to the open house, I was wearing blue jeans and a black collar t-shirt. Mm-hmm. So after the third or fourth person came to the open house and started asking me who I was, I just started saying I'm a real estate guy. It's that stupid. Now, if I was smart enough 22 <laughs> years ago, I would have trademarked the thing nationally. So the trademark is, is owned in Arizona for the real estate guy. Okay. And then my acronym, which is the RLS 8 GUI, like on my shirt. Yep. Okay. Yep. RLS 8 yep. guy. Real at, estate guy. Okay. Yep. Just real, real estate, estate guy. guy. Right. That's trademarked nationally. So I had okay. somebody here mucking with my waters and, and <laughs> kind of play. I like I that. Know, I know playing off that acronym. Okay. So okay. I was nice because I'm a nice guy. So I was like, you need to stop that. And they wouldn't listen. So I kind of reinforced it. They still wouldn't listen. So we sued them and they had to stop and change their entire branding and marketing. Oh, man. Oh, wow. But I did give them the opportunity to stop and they wouldn't. So. Hmm. everything and then of course they slammed me and poked at me yeah but you know what it's it's yours you know you right. took the time you, up with it absolutely. absolutely yep it's on my license plate i actually true story i parked in a parking lot. i've house. seen this license plate yes. i can say i know this there guy there you go there you go see i dropped jake off at a he used my son marine hoorah um thank you for his service yeah he's a he's thank awesome you. he's uh 21 he's in okinawa um he just re-enlisted he's going to be a drill instructor which is pretty cool so awesome. very proud of him. Dropped him off in a parking lot because he was he was learning to play guitar, and I went next door to something, um, and I got a call on my phone. And the guy's like, "Hey, you drive a black truck?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "You the real estate guy?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, you're parked in a parking lot." I'm like, "How the heck do you know that?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my truck wrapped at the time. He Googled my license plate. What? Oh no! Because way. it's the acronym. Oh. I hashtag everything. So if you put a hashtag in front of real estate guy. Well, and it's a custom um, license plate. Right. Chances um, are. Correct. But if, if you if you have a custom license plate that's not marketed. Oh, right. 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 So he typed in real estate guy, the acronym on the Google machine and all my stuff pops Hilarious. up. Hilarious. So then he oh got my, my number and called me. <laughs> so I moved my truck because we're getting ready to set up for an outdoor concert. I'm like, well, dude, you should have blocked it off before. Like, what am I supposed to do now? Right. Yeah. I mean, you're kind yeah. of trapped. Yeah. Like, hey, so, is this you? Yeah, I guess that's me. So that was kind of fun. So then I There's learned. There's no running. Yeah. When you right. have those custom plates like that, you no. cannot hide. No. Yeah. You can't. You got to be a very nice driver. You can't get irritated when the Teslas cut you off. That's right. There's no road You just got to wave. real estate guy. You just got to wave. <laughs> right. All fingers. Yes. Yep. Yep. Just keep, keep your that windows. Keep sense of humor. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> nice dark windows. <laughs> Smile and Awesome. Wave. Yeah. Smile and yeah. wave. So how have you managed the stress of your career over these 23 plus years? Well, I don't drink. Okay. So that's one thing that doesn't help um, manage that stress. Because like we mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm a little over 17 years, nine months sober as of the ninth. Awesome. Let's come back to that. Okay. Yeah. Congrats. So it, because I don't drink and I, so I don't do the happy hours and do any of that kind of stuff. Don't want to be in that environment. So okay. the way I've dealt with the stress is is essentially... Uh, working out, running. Okay. Like if like if if I'm irritated about something, I just go run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. run a lot. I do. So that means I you're do. training a lot for I, these. I I work out 17 times a week right now. Sorry. Holy cow! Active marathon, half yeah. marathon. Half I've, marathon. I've yet to do a full marathon. I was going to do a full okay. marathon okay. in 19, but then COVID shut everything down. Mm. So what is that for everybody listening and watching? 13 miles. 13.1 miles. 13.1 miles. 13.1 miles. Pretty close there. If you're good. I'm good. All right. And I don't run half marathons. I just you, know, you just have that as a nugget in memory. <laughs> right. Just memory nugget. That's good yeah. though. Yeah. 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 We started out. Nikki and I, my wife. Call her the queen. We started out um, in 2000. In 2014, I had neck surgery. I don't know if you see the scar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's Peyton Manning surgery. And I can't throw like him, which I had to call BS on. Because <laughs> I was told by Dr. God. That's another story. Um, so she got me running. I think it was, so that was, four, that was 14. So 15-ish um, is when we kind of shifted our entire life and kind of changed our lifestyle, how we eat and, you know, approach mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I tried not to burp there. So it may have come through as a belch. I apologize. That's okay. Mm-hmm. 
So like we're only human. We're all right. Human. Right. Post-production. Yeah. So that's where I kind of started running. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was, a, there was probably about six months where she beat me. Okay. You know, now it's, it, you know. Forget it. No. She's, yeah. <laughs> She's trying. And thankfully, right. it's not a competition, right? It's not. It's not. It's not. Cause it I, just kind of is. Right. Because yeah. I boomerang back. Like okay. we ran, what did we do last week? And we did uh, Tempe Town Lake. Um, I think we did eight miles. So hmm. we parked at Tempe Marketplace. And it's kind of cool. There's a, there's a trail, if you don't know, up at Mesa Riverview where the Cubs play. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Behind that, there's a trail that goes all along that massive water wash. Oh, yeah. River bottom. Which is trippy because to be marketplace to to race a river view if you if you're running east and looking north you can see the encampment okay it's crazy hmm. it's all yeah, these shacks pallet shacks and tents yeah, this thing it's oh, nuts wow. like, i can't say i've ever seen that i haven't either go to timmy marketplace okay, okay. park in the back okay you'll see the sidewalks okay and then just go for a I, walk i've seen the sidewalks there. go for a walk okay and just look north oh. blow your mind mind-boggling that, okay. that huh. that's where we this is totally off topic but that's where the homeless are displaced wow yeah interesting yeah yeah phoenix they wow. live in the streets okay you know and they have shelters and stuff tempe has nothing for them at all mesa which i'm doing later today i four times a month i go coordinate meal service for homeless at pause the christa community center awesome so i started that about four years ago so i do that four times a month the fourth day of the month is because i'm on their board now which is kind of cool wow um but we feed we feed 365 days a year you know there's 10 of us that do the coordinating all year long mm-hmm. so that was so off topic no that was amazing <laughs> but yes i started running well, now, now we know even more right this right. is great yeah wow so back to that whole back story to, about like only the runners find the, all the dead bodies only the runners yeah. find the dead bodies if not the walkers no no, yep. no only the runners because when you're running what are you doing you're looking around right like you have your headphones in you're rocking out and you're yep. just looking around which is how you you know if 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 i hadn't run along that path you would never know there's homeless encampment north of that sidewalk along tempe marketplace mm-hmm. to riverview i never know nobody it was would there. know i, didn't I never know it was there, there. i right. had no idea it was there yeah. until i went running you know when i went um the Thursday before I went to Timber Town Lake, the only, you know, the winter we had a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. that one day. Yes. That it was cold, yes, rainy, and rainy, wet. Yeah. Yep. That's the day I picked to do a two-hour training run. Oh. So. Fun. I go, I go from Tempe uh, Marketplace. I went west up to the, uh, where the Tempe Center for the Arches, mm-hmm. crossed that yep. bridge, and then mm-hmm. went around down to Priest and came back around, right? Yep. So from the, from the pedestrian bridge in Tempe all the way to Priest, same concept. In that entire area, there's major homeless stuff going on, which is bizarre. It, that that's is. Wild. Yeah. That's even more bizarre that that's how you found them. And Running. it's like, does anybody know that they these have, people they are have out to there? Know. I don't know. They have to know. I don't know. They have well, to we didn't that, know. There's that many of them. Somebody knows. Right? Hmm. Yeah. We just brought Crazy. down a level. Yeah, we really did. <laughs> I'm, all, well. I'm all sad. It's Thanksgiving coming right around the it corner. Is. Jeez. It is. Chris. You know, Sorry. So do you, you do a lot of training, training, I running. Do. Okay. I do. I work out at Orange Theory Fitness eight times a week. You okay. familiar with Orange Theory Fitness? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I do, this is going to, if you're familiar with it, you're going to, you're going to, I don't know how you, you said eight times a week, right? Because okay. Monday, so Wednesday, and Friday, I do right. back to back. Okay. So I start at Gilbert East, uh, at 845, 945. Then I drive to the Queen Creek location. I work out there from 1015 to 1115. Okay. And then later that night I'll go run, walk with Nikki. And then Tuesday, Thursday, I just do one Orange Theory. That's all. Yeah. Just one. Just, just one. <laughs> right. And, then, and those are, what are those, like 30 minutes, 40 They're minutes? one hour interval training. <laughs> okay. So you all have, right. you have weight room, you have a rower, and then you have a treadmill. Okay. Like today was this stupid, stupid workout. Um, I'm no stranger to the rower. Yeah. The rower is awesome. <laughs> no it's a full body workout. It. it is. Yeah. But they call it the shot clock. The whole concept of orange theory is you get your heart rate up to a level to where you, you get into the orange zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. The orange zones mean you're burning, you're burning calories, you're, you're kicking up your metabolism. You get to leave 12 minutes in the orange zone, then you're going to continue after burning for 24 hours, right? So mm-hmm. your metabolism keeps going and mm-hmm. you keep burning and that's what burns your fat. Anything in the green, orange, and red zone is good for you because that gets your everything pumped up and going. So today was one of those stupid things that you do these weird little... 30 second exercises back to back to back. And then it was, it was, it was straight up interval training nonstop. So mm-hmm. 
someone like me who we've we've all decided myself and the trainers that I've outfitnessed myself okay. in Orange Theory. So it takes me a How's lot. How does that make you feel? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's good and bad because you go in there with the mindset you got to get the 12 points. Okay. I got 20 green points. I got I got one splat, which is orange. Hmm. Right. So yeah. you're right. So now you're kind of uh, like you so can't. So you're you're competing at something you know you can't win. Right. Because every time every 20 workouts they recalibrate your heart rate. The yeah. system does it. So what used to be a getting me in the orange zone was was 163 beats. Now I gotta get to 194. So that's interesting. So yeah. I go to F forty five. Okay, same concept. And I love Ex it. Except no treadmills. Uh, no treadmills, but right. the rowers, bikes, yeah. um, skiers. Yeah. Um, a lot of body weight stuff, right? And it, a uh, good amount of body weight yeah. stuff. A lot yeah. of hybrid. Yeah. Um, a lot of hybrid, definitely some weights involved. Sure. It's, it's all of the above, but, right. um, but they, they do a, uh, it's a heart rate monitor that you have to wear yep. <clears throat> and it, it's the best I've been able to find out. The algorithm is based, you, you, you have to, 45 is generally the point goal. Okay. And it's based on your heart rate, how long you're able to keep your heart rate in the right. proper in that, zone, in zone. Okay. Your average heart rate. Yeah. Um, the older you are, the right. lower your heart rate has to be. Right. It seems to favor the older crowd. Okay. And if anybody at my gym is listening, uh, <laughs> uh, what are you saying, Brian? I, I have gotten to a point to be totally honest where I don't actually wear the band because I can never get 45 points. There's people at Orange State that don't wear their bands either because it just, it psychs them out. I'm going to fix my camera. Keep talking. Yeah. I'm just, I'm sorry. I couldn't sit down very long. No, you're good. So I, I, I made myself. We adapt out, on the fly. I made myself out of view. Now you're just seeing my neck below. <laughs> I have one of those things on my desk that the, the desk doesn't rise, but I have a little thing on it that you click the button and it goes. Oh, those are the coolest. Yeah. Yeah. So we had a, uh, an interesting opportunity to tour this building just north of us here. The Liberty Mutual building. Okay. The entire thing. Really? Is vacant. Oh, like a ghost ship. Like it's you wouldn't weird. Yeah. Wow. It's creepy. So we went in there toward the whole, the whole facility. Same yeah. thing. I mean, brand, brand spanking new. There's probably 700 of them. Wow. The electric, you know, rising yeah. workstations, and, yeah. but the whole place brand new build out and completely vacant. Wow. Yeah. Where'd they go? Home. Apparently. I think they oh, went mostly home. Oh, mostly oh, I think they went home in oh, wow. 2021 and never came back. Mostly remote. Wow. And they consolidated yeah. into some other, building nearby yeah um but i think most of the people just never came back and it's weird because you we walk through and there's whiteboards with like sales meetings and right. sales goals still on there from they and they just must have just moved in when they moved out because it was it was maybe less than a year wow from the time the building oh, was it's done brand new. I mean, to, the to when brand new, the pandemic locked everybody down and sent everybody home so that's crazy that's wild. Yeah, it, it was yeah and they have at least through 2028 Oh my! And what did we What did we figure out? Was their monthly? Nut it was like a hundred and well, it was like one hundred two thousand square feet wow. for sublease with a full blown built in like built out restaurant downstairs. Wow. The whole the whole thing and over three hundred thousand a month. Yeah, right? seriously, yeah, probably three hundred. Wow, ish. That's a lot Maybe of loans to go over there. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, got to kick it up a notch, guys. You so, know, seriously, they are trying to sublease it. So. Yeah, I know. I could anybody imagine. needs 101, 102,000 square Do you know anybody willing to sign a lease like that? No. Yeah. No. Not, not me. That's Brian? No. Okay. Good. Not no. yet. No. Okay. My okay. city lender's not big enough yet. No. 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 How long has my city lender been around? Well, that's a good question. So we were around from 2007 through 2013. Okay. And then we consolidated with a company out of California. So the brand, we just kind of put it on a shelf. Okay. And then uh, we were part of two other bigger retail companies here in Arizona. Yeah. And then we just brought it back out of the shelf again. So, right on. And yeah. this is you two? Cool. You guys? Us you two plus five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. seven. Co-founders. Yeah. Oh, right on. Plus yeah. five more. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So it's your gig. It's our gig. Right on. Like, yeah. like in, the, in the baby, in the infancy stage? Kind of still. We still yeah. feel like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's right not on. a bad thing. It's no, actually I mean, a great time to be in that phase. Yeah, if you're going to be in the phase. Yeah, but. but I mean, on one hand, we've been doing mortgage for so long. It's 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 a slightly different format. It's a little different process being an independent broker versus sure totally branch different. of a retail company. Right. It's been amazing and awesome so far. In house underwriting. Uh, it's all outsourced anyway. Okay, well that's yeah. true. So I mean, it's whether you're yeah, I mean yeah, yeah but in house processing, Kim okay. and Tress are amazing. Yeah. Cool. And what yeah. they do. Right on. Yeah, that's it's good. Been cool. Right on. But our team's been together for a long time. So, so yeah, collectively kinda... with you two, how long have you been in the industry? Oh my gosh. Between the two of us? Uh -huh. 
30 years. Right 30 on. 30 plus, yeah. That's good. And then with the other five, you got like 100 years experience? <laughs> Something like that. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I don't want to age yeah. them that much. So you saw the wave. <laughs> I like that. You like, rode the I wave. I like that. Yeah, we've yes. been around. Well, yeah, yeah. For sure the 09 or the 07 to 09. Yeah, depending on who you talk to, right? Yeah. Because yeah. some people say seven, some people say nine. Yeah. You know, some people say eight. But yeah, looking at, you know, even rates historically, you know, over the time I've been in the business, which is 19 years. Right. I mean, it's just, you know, you can... Yeah. It's as high as I've ever seen. It's the highest I've seen. It is. Yeah. But, but it's not, you know, I mean, my parents bought, you know, in 1978 in California and they right. paid 15% yeah, right. under Jimmy exactly. Carter. So. Yeah. 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 It's not it's, 12. It's, it's not 13%. Right. So it's like, yeah. you yeah. know, yes, it's high, but we just got to recalibrate it and mm -hmm. bring it back. And life in general has gotten more expensive. So, it has. you know, it makes it a little harder to, the affordability is, is, you know, a pressure it's, it's, on right. It's skewed, but if that's that same kind of token, like you talk to the buyers and find out how many times they go out to eat a month. <laughs> yeah, right. And then you how write, Starbucks right. And then you yeah. and then and speaking of Starbucks, these guys gave me a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> so you know, how many gift cards yeah. have you spent? This Thirsty, month? huh? Right. But see, that's the thing. Like I've had that conversation with first-time home buyers that are scocking at the payment, and I'm like, okay, how many times a month do you go out to eat? What do you mean? Right. I'm like, okay, do you take your lunch to work? Right. And do you go out to dinner every night? Well, only like four or five times a week. Okay, let's do the math. Is that all? <laughs> right? Let's do the and math. It's not cheap. It's I mean, crazy. Yeah, you start going out to eat with three, four, it's, five people. Yeah. It's, it's, I had a mom, crazy. a single mom that did that with her two kids every night of the week. And we had, it was a couple of years ago, and it was like $2,000 a month just out eating out. I'm like, stop eating out. Got to stop. Stop. Yeah. I don't eat out. We very rarely eat out. I take mm -hmm. my lunch everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. That because I'm stupid healthy and I have a really weird healthy lifestyle, but you know, there's nothing wrong. That's with that. good. No, no. So Chris, you know, this has not been a super easy real estate market. 2022. No, has kind of handed yeah. it to all of us. It sucks. Right. Hate it. Okay. I'm tired of it. But you've been doing it for 23 years. <laughs> I have. How would you, uh, how would you recommend a person that's on the fence on whether or not, hey, I'm, you know what? I don't even know if I want to renew my real estate license this year. Don't. Or, or, or I don't even know if I want to renew my don't. loan officer license. Loan officers stay intact. All the wannabe realtors just go away. Okay. All you new realtors go back to what you were doing. Stop okay, so what about, the, up the what about the good agents? Renew your license and write it out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because we don't need 80,000 realtors in Arizona. Hmm. No, we definitely We need about 30,000 like we used to have, right? Yes. And that's, that's the comfort zone. The other 50,000 just got on board Let because they wanted to put a sign in the yard and be done with it. Right. Don't go down that tangent with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally, I'm that guy How that rips it off like a band-aid. I rip it off like a band-aid. The first thing I tell my sellers is I'm not going to lie to you. If you don't like what I have to say, you can ask me to leave. But it's a waste of time lying to sellers. So I know your house is worth this when it's really not. Yeah. So I'm the same way with anything else. Like there's, there's, there's a pro to being insanely honest and there's, there's a, there's a con to being insanely honest. So I walk that line. That's okay, though. Not everybody likes it. That's okay, know? though. But I'd rather rip it off like a Band-Aid than string you along for months. Yeah. Sure. Right? So when I think there's a, certain, uh, there's a certain amount of directness that people appreciate. Agreed. You know? Right. Like, especially when they're, they're really? hiring you to do something right. that is something that they would really rather not have to try to do themselves. Correct. Right? Yeah. You kind of got to be direct with people. Yeah. Unfortunately, it carries in the all the other aspects of my life. So sometimes it doesn't come across very well, you know. How do you how do you deal with the clients that I mean? There's plenty of them out there. People sure. that that you know, it's like they're bidding on a construction project. It's like they're just looking at the bids, and mm -hmm. you come in and you give them a realistic one, and somebody else is telling them, you know, yeah, why not? It's twenty five grand, you know, above. You know, giving them giving them a much more optimistic view, and they're like, well, yeah, that that's I'm going to go that way because they're telling me my it, home's worth a lot more. It depends on. <laughs> This for this market right now, if somebody comes in and tells if I go like if I go talk to you, Jay, right? We go to you, oh, I'm gonna go list your house, Jay. I tell you it's worth five hundred thousand. Right. And then Brian shows up later and says it's worth five fifty. Then I'll think, well, Jay, do you want to trust Brian, who's obviously just wants to put a sign in your yard? Or do you want to go off somebody who actually understands the market, understands what's going on? Because it's not about comps. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's little, like when people were overbidding, it's, it wasn't it's really about comps. Not. Right. When people it's were really overbidding, right they weren't, it wasn't yeah. about comps. It was what were they willing to pay to buy the house? Yeah. It's like an appraisal. The appraisal is good for the day it's written. It's what 
Joe Blow justifies for you that your borrower is borrowing to make sure it's it's viable, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same concept right now. It's not about comps. It's about what are you willing to sell it for versus what are they willing to pay for? Mm-hmm. I very rarely have anybody ask right now to run comps because I'm not offering full price. It's, it's changing too yeah. fast right now right. anyway. Yeah. Right. Well, and yeah. in a market like this, I think most people probably are realizing that they have to be a little bit more flexible and aggressive on their pricing to be able to sell the house. Right. And not be sitting there six months from now and still trying to Correct. sell Correct. Even though our normal market time now is about 90 days. Okay. You know, from what I'm seeing. And then you have the nuances where the first tagline is, oh, sellers are willing to give $10,000 towards buyer's cost to buy down points. How many points is that going to buy down? Lenders in the room. Yeah. I mean, well, it's the, it's the two on buy down is what's back. Right. You know, that I've program that. is back right. and it is legit. And right. it's, you know, something that the seller does have to pay for sure. in its entirety, but yeah. it really is. A, it's it really puts beneficial. real dollars into yeah. the buyer's pocket. Okay. But if you're talking about a permanent buy down, I mean, right. it, you know, no, yeah. it depends right. on the loan. Right? If it's a $400,000 loan, 10 grand is, you might not even be able to apply it all no. anyway, because you can't exceed the, the total closing costs Correct. anyway. Right. But, you know, quarter point in the note rate. Yeah. Exactly, which isn't going to have a, a dramatic effect. Yeah. Just don't eat out. Yeah. Stop eating out. <laughs> Here we are. We're, we're back at that. We're, we are. We are back at that. Learn how to use your money Jeez. wisely. Especially right now. I would absolutely think really carefully about buying it down permanently because rates are going to eventually come exactly. back down. And they're not going to be twos and threes, right? No. But, but they're no. still going to come down. Fours and fives right. in the next couple of years. Sure. You've lost all of that discount charge if you yep. finance it to your Exactly. Share, so. To ride out the storm, man. Yeah. Stop eating out. Yeah. And if <laughs> you you're know? buying a primary home, for crying out loud, it's right. like, it's like you, you now have an opportunity where you can take your time. Yep. You can negotiate the deal. Yep. You don't have to leave your, your inspect, your, your uh, earnest deposit on the table for your inspection or your appraisal or, right. or all those kinds of things. Yep. Find the right home yep. for you and your family. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Cause back when I first started, take I could the take, rate. right. I could take the same person back to the same house a couple of times. You know, before we made an offer. Mm-hmm. And unless you're in $400,000 and less price point, you can go back time and time again, you know, a couple of times at least, yep. and look at the same house and do comparative shopping because you'll find the one they love, but then they kind of step back. Well, wait a minute. You know, then we'll go out the next week and, okay, well, let's go look at that one again and compare it to these, you know, and then that makes them feel more comfortable about what they're doing. And on a whole, everybody's looked at houses for years anyway, right? They're just now looking at it in person. So mm-hmm. I've had people like, well, I can't make an offer on the first day out. Why Why not? How many houses have you looked at online the last six months? Oh, I'm on there every day. Okay. So thousands of houses. You know what's out there. We're just opening the door finally. If mm-hmm. you like this house, it checks all your boxes. Why not? Because it may be gone tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know. Are you finding people act on that? With me, they do. That's good. You know. That's good. But I listen to my clients, so I don't. I don't force them to do anything they don't want to do, but I will listen to what they're telling me what they want. So when I send their searches out, I don't set up the auto search. I do my searches and then I send them searches and I tell them, Hey, I picked these out because of, of what you've told me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm actually engaging with them. <laughs> you're not letting it's your, not artificial you're not letting intelligence. Machine do yes. that for you. Correct. Wow. <laughs> so That's an amazing concept. Right? So yeah. when they see those, they're like, Oh, okay. So they're excited to go see what I found for them because truly if you listen to the people you work with, you're going to understand what they want. And then by understanding what they want, you can deliver what they want. I mean, you're not going to hit everything because it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little bit more easier to kind of hit a ton of those check marks than it was six months ago because the inventory is so high. Mm-hmm. But on a whole, when I first got in the business, it was between 33 and 35,000 properties for sale. So now we're about 21,000. So I love this market as oh, far as inventory yeah, is concerned. This is, this is great. But the weird thing is that the inventory is so far up, but the showings are so far down. Interesting. That house I told you about earlier, I had 14 showings in 53 days. And then when we dropped the price to 450, they went nuts. I had seven showings over a weekend. Hmm. And it was a moving ready house. Nothing wrong with it. It, was, it had a yeah. small lot, a smaller, it's a, it wasn't an old community. So, you know, newerish in the last 15 years, but the lot size was 5,000 square feet. Which, which was yeah. a drag, right? Yeah. I wouldn't like that kind of lot, but, you know, I live on an acre. So, you know, that's the footprint <laughs> of my house. <laughs> you know? But you're a runner. You have to have I space. I, mean, I have to run around the house. Run around. Right, yeah. right. You know. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. So you've been here 23 years. You came out. I've, from, been, I've been here since 73. I'm sorry, you've been a realtor for 23 years. Correct. Since 73. Yeah. Um, do you ever see yourself leaving? 
Arizona? No. No. Mm-mm. I love it here. The summers are a drag. But it's only a drag for like six weeks. But you can drive an hour and a half, two hours north and right, but be I don't, up in I don't, the woods. Yeah, but I don't like driving. From a, from a, I don't like, <laughs> I, let me rephrase that. I don't like driving for personal stuff. I have no problem driving to sell you a house. Okay. I'll drive the surprise to sell you a house. But if I got to drive two hours up north to go running, eh, pass. We'll just okay. run when the sun goes down, honey. Come okay. on. You know. I mean, my motivation is to beat the heat. So Yeah. 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 And, and, and well, up on my mountain bike, it's the only, right. we can't, you can't ride. I mean, you got to be hitting well, the trail can. at four in the morning. Yeah. In the summertime. You can. Yeah. Can. You, know, yeah, but, but, you can, yeah. but should you? <laughs> See, and I can't, yeah. the bike thing freaks me out because I can't control it. I'm a little bit of a control freak. Hmm. Running, I can control. Like I've only fell twice it, in all my years running. Really? Yeah. Okay. Riding a bike, it's that fear of if once I you hit that rock, call them snipers because you don't see them, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're Peter Panning. And then you're down. And you're Peter Panning. You're Peter Panning. Yeah. And you can't control how you land, you know, I mean, a little bit, right? Yeah. But I'm, I'm yeah. That's limited. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like doing triathlons and having to swim and tip your Like, yeah, I don't think so. I, you were talking earlier. I mean, it's like when you're running, you're moving along faster. So uh-huh. you're, you're, you, you have to pay more attention uh-huh. to what's coming and what's around right. you. So you see more around you. Sure. It's totally the same with mountain biking. Like, especially in the daytime. Sure. Not night riding when you right. really have to just focus ahead of you. But it's coming at you so fast, it's right fast that, that yeah. you have to be looking down the trail to see yeah. what's coming. To okay. Not get sniped. Okay. Um, but still it happens. Yeah. It still happens, but yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know. Well, you had, you had yeah. a scenario, Brian, right? Where you almost went over the handlebars, right? Did you Peter Pan, Brian? There been a few. I've never Peter Pan. Okay. I've not had that happen yet. Okay. But it was like, yeah, a, knock on the wood, like a, is this real wood or is it laminate? It's real wood. Okay. Um, Otherwise we have to go find some rice to knock on. This is Chris challenging my sense. He's accused me of not having a sense of humor. But maybe deservedly so. Lighten up, Brian. I'm trying to think. No, I've, a lesson I've, from today. I've, I've definitely, um, I, I had one incident up at Fort Tuttle uh, thinking I could, I could fly like the teenagers and, and uh-huh. just came off a jump the wrong yeah. angle and, and oh, oh shit, I'm not, yeah. this isn't going to go well. Yeah. And, you know, came down on my handlebars and my front wheel and. Did you talk uh, ER, soprano for a ER, while? ER check. No, well, no, it didn't get me there. That's but, good. Uh, but did get was, you to the ER. My, my first and so far only foray into uh, severe uh, rib oh, injury. Ow. Um, which really does suck. It's, it's <laughs> Rib injuries do suck. It's not a joke. I mean, you can't. Actually, I felt that. It hurt a little. No, you can't. No. Memory's bad. Yeah. Memory. Uh, do that. You know, can't breathe fully for mm-hmm. a couple of weeks. I mean, yeah. it's awful. But um, I don't know. I, I, I just try. I generally, I have three kids. I have a lot to live for, so I don't take huge yes. chances out there. That's good. I don't feel like I need to. I love Anymore. it for the exercise. I Anymore. love it for the, the you know, it's positive, emotional. Sure. Um, experience and I get to do it with my sons and so we're done. Yeah, how old are the kids? They are uh, nine, thirteen, and fifteen. Oh wow, now that's a fun. That's now a fun group. Driving. Oh, the one is right. Okay, that's a fun yep. group. Yeah, he's doing okay so far. Right on. I, I I think my bar is set so much higher for him at this point because he wants to be a pilot and he's going to start training oh. to fly an airplane in right six on. months. That I'm like, oh, it's a car. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> he's got cool. this. How that's hard nothing. can that be? He's going to fly an airplane. Yeah, that's cool. You know, right on. But, uh, so, Chris, you've done a, a bunch with video. I have. And this is yeah. really kind of how I found you. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of through this process of. You Googled video? I did. I Googled okay. video real estate guy. And then. Did you really type in real estate guy? No, I didn't. Okay. But I was going to say why. <laughs> I just did that for effect. But. Uh, right on. Yeah. So, um, video stuff. I mean, yeah. this you've gotten some pretty decent exposure yeah. over the years from doing video. Yeah. And you did a show that. Wasn't really on TV, but looked like it was on TV Correct. called Good News Arizona, yep. which is what I saw. And right. Did you see the older episodes when I wore the wig? Or were you no. seeing the one with the hat? No, okay. no just, okay. just I went back hat or far, no hat. But I, yeah. no, I didn't go yeah. back that far. Okay. Yeah, the very first, the first, the first few episodes I had a wig on. Um, and the whole reason it came up was, was in the market crashed seven, eight or nine, depending on who you talk to. I stopped watching the news because the news was wrong. Like it, 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 it would say the market's so blah, blah, blah. But in the meantime, I could sell you a four bedroom house for 70 grand. Right. The market right. wasn't so bad. Yeah. That's how you look at it. Right. It was, it was a great market. A lot of people. Totally. Yeah. Like, I mean, unfortunately I was working with someone I, I, I call the antichrist at the time. Um, so we were selling HUD homes and we were doing 70, 80 HUD homes a year. 
for those of you who don't know what HUD Home is, it's a government foreclosed home. And they, and they had a right. hundred dollar down program. They did back then. Big hundred dollars to five hundred. It was amazing. Yeah. So a HUD Home basically is we did a lot of those. Actually. Yeah. yeah. So the bank foreclosed on the house. They tried to sell it at auction. Couldn't sell it at auction. So the bank turns around and sells it to the government. Back then, right? If it was a three hundred thousand dollar house, HUD would put it on the market for one eighty. Mathematically, I get it for one fifty. So I started calling it buying a house right side up, right? Because everybody bought upside down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Short sales, et cetera. So in doing all that, we learned that that you can get buyers in the houses um, for for you know hundred to five hundred bucks, and it was it was a great it was a great thing to do because first time homebuyers, it was a great market. Mm-hmm. Media wasn't talking about any of that; they were just slamming it, slamming it, slamming it. So mm-hmm. I stopped watching the news, like legitimately. So my my entire news in the last decade or so is scrolling through Instagram and Facebook and seeing little snippets from Channel Three, AZ Family, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when COVID hit, they started all the nonsense again. I started seeing it. So when I had my radio show, Real Talk USA with the real estate guy, um, at the time my assistant, sorry, at the time my assistant, Margie, um, I brought her on to, to be my my Robin coverage to the Howard Stern, right? Okay. Not, yeah. not that we weren't mm-hmm. like, but just the, yeah. mm-hmm. she made the show. Like I'll, I'll tell her to this day, like she made the show better than what I would have made it by myself because she was just a yin to my yang. It was just, we played off each other. It was fantastic. So when I had the idea for Good News Arizona, I called Dean, which is a friend of mine who's a, who is, was a lender. I think he's still a realtor slash lender. He's going to medical school now. I do. Oh. Um, but we were polar opposites. He's a straight lace, narrow, not, I'm not going to say narrow-minded. That was the wrong thing. <laughs> my, my, Dean, hey, sorry, man. We're, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna try to redeem this here. Right, okay. right. Salt of the earth. Like, I have nothing but good things to say about Dean. But we were so opposite in everything. Straight-laced. Worst thing out of his mouth is fudge. Okay. <laughs> so, the fun thing is is I wrote all the shows. So, I would I would go in and, and it ended up having like a, a routine with it was... About five to ten items of good news Arizona, which was nothing but good news. Like literally, I would I would scroll Facebook and Instagram, just find good news. I'd find good stories. I would take pictures of it, um, and I'd put it all together that way. And then I did rapid fire news, which is a real quick, um, you know. I wanted to add as much good stuff, positive fast, stuff like fast, fast, right, yeah, right. Rapid so I, fire. So rapid fire was a do 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 right, real fast paced. He and I back and forth. Then we did the top ten. Then I started doing something stupid. It's called live on location. Okay. Right? Um, and it was really stupid because they weren't live, but they were somewhere on location. So the first one was my friend, Mark Montgomery, that, that um, he filmed himself as a serial killer eating a bowl of cereal. Okay. Oh, okay. Ba-dum-bum. This is Mark Montgomery live on location. Back to you, Chris and Dean. That's how dumb it was. So these little bits in there, right, is what made it funny. So... Dean would never read the script until we sat down at the table to record it. Oh. So I'd put the script in front of him, right? So sometimes he'd read it, sometimes he wouldn't. So all his reactions were genuine. It was authentic. It was, and it, the embarrassing moments were legit. Like when he'd apologize to his mom, it's really he was apologizing <laughs> to his mom because I had this straight-laced Mormon guy <laughs> dropping these bombs that were just, just so out of his character. That is awesome. Right. <laughs> so that's what kind of took it. A little bit, you know, it was where it's it a went. cool idea. It was a really, yeah, really just a cool idea, you. you know, because the concept was but to share the good news that, yeah, right. I mean, right. And that was the none concept. Of us get it. That was the concept because, and we did it Tuesdays at one for the simple fact that Monday's every, everybody's in a day with the first day of work week. A lot of people stuck at home back then. Right. So then by Tuesday afternoon, I figured, okay, everybody needs a break, you know? So what started out as five minutes ended up being about 20 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Met all kinds of people, man. I met, um, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Um, we had Gene Simmons live on location, which is pretty cool. That's mm. cool. Right. Yes. Not many people can say that. Um, remember the movie A Christmas Story? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Scott that put the tongue on the, the pole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on, he good news. He, he location or live on location with us. Um, Eddie Munster. Oh, nice. Right? Oh, That's cool. very cool. Um, Leatherface. Just, and this all came about because I met this, this guy at Asylum Records, Scott, who owns Asylum Records on Almost oh. Cool and Elliot, I, was, I think I was watching that hmm. episode. Yeah. I always get that wrong. And just, me. yeah, just for the record, this, yeah. this was not a flash in the pan. No. I mean, this was 100 no. plus episodes. We did 106 episodes. Um, I purposely wore my Rattlers, Arizona Rattlers gear, mm-hmm. because Arizona Rattlers is the, the winningest franchise in Arizona sports history. Okay. Awesome. Six World Championships. Take that. Yep, we'll take it. They crush everybody, right? Um, 
so I purposely wore that because I thought, okay, what a better way to grow this thing organically than with people that mm-hmm. wrap around and rally around this indoor football team, but it's that blue collar, hardworking lifestyle type person. So that created a mind of its own to where, you know, we started poking fun at Coach Guy, right? Because okay. doing, st- doing stuff like, hey, Coach Guy never calls. We never called him, you know, he never calls us back. But we were acting like we were reaching out to him to come on the show. So finally, he watched it one day. Somehow he got a hold of it, watched it. Then he matched it, I'll be on your show. Like, sweet. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, awesome. So that opened the door there. And then we opened the door to, the, to um, some behind-the-scenes guys at the Rattlers you know, I don't know what you call it, camp, Rattlers camp. So that just kind of floodgated mm-hmm. all kinds of cool stuff that we were able to do with the Rattlers. And then Scott, being who he is with the Sound Records, he has just his hand in everything with just, name a band, he went on tour with them. Yeah. Like in his, like li- in his lifetime. People. So mm-hmm. opened the floodgate with all that kind of stuff. Um, Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um I just, there's so many. All through him? All through him. That's amazing. There's so many different people I met through him and just had them plug our show. It was ridiculous. He'd go somewhere and like, dude, do a plug. You know, he invited me to go. Did you ever get to meet Alice Cooper? I'm I'm close. Michael Bruce. Very good. Yeah. Which is the original guitar player for Alice Cooper. Mm. We did a show wrapped around him twice. The second time, love Michael Bruce to death because he dropped the fact that the entire original group, original founding members of Alice Cooper group, we're getting back together and going on tour. Oh, that's cool. That show made it overseas because then my phone started getting lit up by people that were pissed off because Michael announced the, the reconnection of the entire band before Alice could oh, and no. dropped the fact they're going to go on tour before Alice could. So I'm getting lit up that entire day. Oh, so I'm calling man. Michael, talking to his wife. I'm like, I'm getting destroyed, man. You gotta, <laughs> I don't want to get Michael in trouble. Could all these people lighten me up? Because what are you doing? What do you do? You can't do any of that. So, end of the day, they all collectively, in Michael Bruce's world, um, said, you know, raise the middle finger and walk away. Just keep your thing intact. So, we did. And, mm-hmm. and so, we nothing, did. nothing bad came of it. Not on me. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. just this that little guy. Yeah. I'm just this little guy who sat down to interview Michael Bruce. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and in a record store. And yeah. he just happened to bring up the fact that, hey, guess what? You know, we're the entire band. He probably didn't together. even think anything of it, you know? No. No, yeah. not at all. But so that was kind of fun. That's cool. Yeah. So a big, a big range of things happened out of that, which was fantastic. So I had yeah, a blast it's doing cool. it. Yeah, it was a fun, it was a fun show for but sure. But exposure, it got you exposed oh, yeah. to a lot of people and a lot Absolutely. of people that know more people and mm-hmm. more people. So right. that's really, really cool. Yeah. I had one night, one day afternoon, I was sitting in a stoplight and somebody's laying on their horn, you know? So I finally look over and, you know, they roll down your window, things are rolling. My window's like, dude, my truck was wrapped. Dude, I listened to you. Good news, Arizona saved my life, man. It was wow. the greatest thing during COVID. I look wow. forward to it every week. Keep doing what you're doing. I was like, all right, man. <laughs> hey, that's cool, though. Yeah, it was neat. You know, that's really was, cool. It was neat. You don't think that's going to have that impact, you know? You have no mm, idea. That's yeah. awesome. I mean, we, yeah, we're, but it was yeah, fun. Kind of looking at some of the same stuff. So yeah. it's, it's pretty yeah. fun. Well, we all, we all needed to hear from other humans. Agreed. You know, when, when we were all that quarantined, green. so yeah, that was very cool. That was the biggest thing that sucked about that. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's good news, Arizona. Hundred six episodes. It was a blast. So would you do it again? Sorry, I, Brian. I don't know. You're I fine. would. I would do it again if if I could have somebody backing it because I paid okay. for the whole thing. Oh, okay. Okay. So and as you yeah. know, oh yes, it's not it's not we the know. cheapest thing in the world to do. No. Nope. So and we did it weekly. And that's so, heavy duty. Right. Yeah. So heavy duty, lots so, of post-production. Um, right. And, so I had to write, I had to pay for all the post-production. I had to pay for all the video content. I had, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I think I wrote everything except three episodes. I made Dean write some, one of which he did a Disney theme and I was singing the whole time, which was <laughs> kind of fun. Theme. Yeah. Okay. So Disney right. songs, right. <clears throat> which was fun, you know, which was fine. I've been in bands, so I wasn't, you know, he thought, I think he you thought were, he was going to freak me out. I'm like, right on, let's do it, dude. All right. You know. Wow. We can show tune this, you know. <laughs> That's part of why well, I have no issues with videos because I've I've done so much. Yeah, you've done a ton. So from a, from an outwardly mm-hmm. thing. You and know? it looks like now you're doing more educational style videos. Um yes. What I'm what I'm kind of turning to is is the home buying process step by step. Okay. Home buying, mm-hmm. home selling. Because the world is turning to videos, so they've said for the last decade. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like my HUD videos from my son, we called the Arizona House Detective, still pop up. 
Wow. From 2008. Wow. Right? Okay. Um, I still get calls every month for HUD homes. Of course, they're calling for Section 8 housing. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's our political environment now. Yep. I'm not going to get political. Um, but I have to explain, I'm sorry, I don't do that part of it. Because I don't. I don't do the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what is there anyway? I mean. It's Section 8 voucher rental, yeah. you know. Um, Although I guess there was, the, yeah, there's a big new project, I guess, coming to Chandler. But. Yeah. But I just don't, I don't deal with that aspect of it. Okay. I just sell them. But because of all the blogging and all the marketing and all the videos and stuff I did back then. I'm still relevant today in the HUD world. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on a, on a brighter side, if the market crashes again and HUD takes over like they did, I'm styling. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're ready. Because it's still Prime. all there. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. now it's just tweaking more towards real quick, minute or less for the most part, 30 second, 40 second stuff that, that as, as I get initial, an initial introduction to a buyer, I'll send them easy. Meet, my, yep. meet, meet Chris on a video. Yep. This is mm-hmm. who I am. You know, 30 seconds, boom. You know, like, that's what they're watching anyway. Yeah. You know, that's what everybody yeah. want, wants yeah. to see. Yeah. yeah. So, and then it's step by it's step. So, this is why you get financing. This is why you do inspections. This mm-hmm. is what happens after the inspection. This is, you know, every single step along the way. And then as I do each transaction, oh, that's a video. Oh, that's a video. You know, yep. so it's real simple. I green screen it, send it to Hunter. He puts it together and there you go. There you are. Yeah. Sweet. It's great. Yeah. Well, Chris, it's yeah. been awesome. It's been fun, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you joining us today. And yeah. Yeah, it's been a good time. Good for the invite. Thank I you. know. Enjoy meeting you, Chris, for sure. Yeah, you as well. Yeah. I'll take right. my mug home. Best you know. of luck for the real estate guy. How do how does everybody find you? Um, you can Google me, Chris Dunham, the real estate guy. You know. Okay. And, and obviously. The hashtag. Uh, the hashtag with the acronym, um, you know, and then the cell, which is on the card. You have the card. We'll, so you post production. You the card. Yeah. You can, you we'll can definitely uh, push it up there. We'll yeah. definitely have you plugged in our, in the, uh, Description, yeah. So and the have cool. links and everything for everybody right. to reach out. And I just learned about QR codes. Yeah, <laughs> <pretty> cool. <laughs> which is they're which, they're great. Which is really cool. That goes they're to awesome. the that goes to. The, I have a really cool um, client appreciation page um, that is just for clients. So that I think that QR code goes on my website, but I have one just for that, which is another thing I think separates me from awesome. other realtors because cool. I do things behind the scene to take care of those, take care of me. I've never That's heard great. anything like that. That's awesome. Well, you know, I'm the real estate guy. <laughs> he is the real estate <laughs> the guy. The one and only real estate guy. Yeah. All right. Tra- yeah. Trademark cool. protected. There you go. <laughs> Valley wide. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again, Chris. Thank you. All right. Thank you for Appreciate having me. Appreciate your time, Chris. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. You guys have a great day. Yep. You too. All right. Until next time. Okay. See you. See you yep. later. <laughs>